What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number one of Wex Appeal Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host, Wex, Coach Wex, Stephen Wexler, and we're here to kind of kick this show off and kind of give you a little rundown of how this thing's going to work, what it's going to look like, where I come from, and why the heck are you listening to me? Chances are, if you found this podcast, it's because someone shared it with you. Um, someone on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe you just were on Anchor or Spotify and you stumbled across it. And if that's the case, man, thank you for being here and uh, and checking this out. A little bit about myself. I am a CrossFit coach. I'm a, a level one CrossFit coach for CrossFit Zoo in Ocala, Florida. I'm also a sales rep. So I actually, I'm a rep for eyeglasses. I sell eyeglasses to doctor's offices all over the central Florida area. So I'm actually traveling a lot which is what got me into podcasts in the first place when just in listening to them, I had a great experience just kind of putting them on, driving down the road, listening, and getting a whole bunch of information, getting a good laugh, or maybe just kind of listening and zoning out, still under control and knowing where I'm going. But you know how when you're driving, you just kind of need to get some of that, uh, you know, you, you turn your brain off a little bit and just kind of listen to something. Podcasts were great for that. Hopefully, I don't turn your brain off too much listening to this, and we actually make you think a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'm a sales rep, so I, I drive around, I listen to podcasts, and, and do all those things, and it is optical sales. Um, I was in the optical field for, or I've been in it for probably about 14 years, and I love it. It's a great field. It's a it's a great business to be in, um, even post this COVID world that we are living in, business is still going well, thankfully. Uh, personally, I am a father of four. I've got two amazing girls and two amazing boys in that order. I've got an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old girl and a 3-year-old and a 3-month-old boy. Yes, I said 3 months old, which is why I'm doing this podcast so late at night because everybody's asleep, including my lovely wife who works hard to put up with all five of us including the dog as well. I've got an American Pitbull Terrier named Stark. Yes, named after the Marvel Comics, um, who is just as nuts as the rest of the family. So he fits right along. On top of that, where do we get the beats from in Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery? Well, I am also a DJ. I've DJed in nightclubs. I've DJed at weddings. I've DJed at parties. Actually, earlier today, I DJed an event at Porsche. Uh, for them, for a private VIP thing, which was a lot of fun, and got to check out a whole bunch of amazing vehicles, and uh, we had a good time. So that's a little bit about me and kind of what I do. Um, I'm fairly positive as far as as far as life goes. I've got a pretty positive outlook, but I do definitely take to the sarcasm. So that will definitely be in full effect on this podcast. How I got into podcasts, like I said, I drove a lot and started listening to them um, when I kind of, I don't know, sometimes you just kind of get burned out on certain music or certain types of music and somebody suggested I listen to podcasts. Stumbled across a few podcasts, but a couple of my favorites and the ones that kind of really engulfed me into the podcast world is, of course, you can't make a podcast without mentioning this guy he is the godfather of all podcasts and if you're listening to this on spotify he basically i think owns everything because they inked a huge deal to bring him over to spotify but the godfather of all podcasts of course joe rogan um listen to a lot of his podcasts 
A lot of great interviews. We hope to have some interviews as well on this podcast at some point. Um, but we're just getting started, so we'll see. I also listen to a lot of CrossFit podcasts. Uh, and really, if you want information in the CrossFit world, uh, the fitness world in general, it's really good listen. Talking Elite Fitness with Tommy Marquez and Sean Woodland out there in California. Those guys really put together a good show. Um, and they're nice guys. I've met them both, uh, talked to them as well. And man, they're awesome. Also one of the, you know, the, the, uh, podcasts that I listen to pretty much on a regular basis every week, it's subscribed on my channel so that I can, you know, catch up and, and stay up to date. And then a little known podcast that I have actually is probably the one that is the most responsible for this happening is um, a shout out to my buddy Tom Taylor with the Full Send podcast. So he is a CrossFitter and he does um, a podcast called Full Send, talking a lot about training, training for competitions, and you know different things in the CrossFit world as far as personal training and and getting in the best shape, preparing for competitions, making sure that you're ready kind of going through some of the things that he's done to do certain certain competitions, like Bacon Beatdown was um, one of his big competitions that he did. Um, so I kind of picked his brain a little bit about how he got into podcasting. And if you're listening to this, it's because of an app called Anchor. And, you know, sponsorships be as they may, Anchor does a free podcast service and you can download it onto your iPhone, your Apple products, your Androids, any of those things. And you can also create a podcast, which I thought was really cool because I was looking up all these things and man, it was by this, by that, by this, by that. And, and, uh, found out that I had all the tools already that I owned from being a DJ put it all together, put it together with the Anchor app, and bam, we've got a podcast. So th huge thanks to Tom Taylor for that, um, allowing me to pick his brain. He and I going back and forth and kind of joking with each other and talking. So he's a big reason that this is here today. So huge shout out to him. And make sure if you're on Spotify or Anchor, go check out the Full Send podcast. Give it a listen, give it a like, and share it with all your friends. Um, if you are in CrossFit, you will not be disappointed. It's a, it's a good show. As far as what we're going to cover today and really all the time is we are going to kind of go through different topics. We're going to have different segments. Um, there's going to be a top five, which I can't wait to get to today's top five. Today's top five is going to be um, pretty funny. It's going from the DJ realm, so that'll get your, your beats section um, all worked out there. But um, we're going to have a top five. What's Wex doing as far as training? what basically is hurting me this week, which leads to the title of this episode, which if you stumbled across it, Danny Spiegel is trying to kill me more on that later. She really is. It's, it's, it's pretty bad, but more on that later, like I said. So we're going to take a quick break because it is a starting podcast and we are in the beginning stages. I'm going to pre-warn you that the music will probably be, probably be horrible and very generic, um, but we're working on that. I got buddies of mine that that do a lot of music and, and production. We're going to get this thing up to speed and running at a top-notch level. Uh, maybe not on the um, cave 
thing that uh, Joe Rogan has in his studio. He's just moved to Texas, but, uh, you know, at least a little bit more than, you know, sounding like I'm in grandma's basement. So more on that later. We're going to take a quick break and we will come back in just a few moments after this sponsor. Oh yeah, gotta love that generic canned music. So good. We are back. It is Coach Wex, and it is Wex Appeal. We're jumping right into the content and just kind of putting it out there to the world. If you are like me, you're pretty much done with 2020. I mean, I think that's the general consensus. Football has started, which is fantastic. I mean, that has been the highlight of my year. Um... I take that back. Let me go ahead and backtrack a little bit before that goes on record and saying that has not been the highlight of my year. The highlight of my year was actually the birth of our fourth child. It was complete shock, complete surprise. Number four was not planned. Before you ask, were you planning to have a fourth child? No, we weren't planning to have a fourth child. And before you ask the next question, yes, I know how it happens. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. Um... (laughs) Those are the two things when I when I announced to the world that that me and my wife were having another baby, we were like, "Hmm, did you want to have a fourth one?" Technically, no, 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 we didn't. Four, four is a lot. Four is a lot of kids, but he's here, and he's awesome. He's you know, now that we have him, we can't ever imagine not having him. But man, having four kids. It's a lot. It is a lot. Like, you have one, and it's one. It's one kid. It's tough. If you have one kid, it's tough. If you have two kids, it gets tougher, but, it, I mean, they get to a point where they can kind of entertain each other and, um, you know, help each other out. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll fight, and, and they'll mess with each other. You get to three, and you move from man-to-man defense to zone, and it gets exponentially tougher. But when you go to four, uh, I was I was listening to a comedian, and I don't know how many kids he was talking about, but I get the analogy. He goes, somebody asked me, oh, it was Jim Gaffigan. It's a great segment if you go back and watch it. Uh, but he goes, somebody asked me what it was like to have a fourth baby. Imagine you're swimming across a lake and somebody hands you a baby. That's pretty much what it's like. <laughs> you feel like you're drowning at all times. You don't sleep. Hardly ever. Um, me and my wife actually um, both have whoop straps. Which, If you don't know what whoop straps are, um, they're used by the NFL. They're used by... Um, there's a couple other um, professional leagues that are using it as well. Uh, a lot of CrossFitters are using it, but it's the Whoop Strap. Um, I'm not a spon- I'm not sponsored by them, but you know I like their product. It's a strap that you wear on your wrist or on your bicep if you do the bicep band, and it tracks your heart rate, tracks your sleep, recovery, your day strain, tracks all these things. So myself, I get my my wife got me one for Father's Day, and then I just recently, actually the other day, so she doesn't have really good data yet, um, but she got one. And she wore it. And 
I, I didn't know that 6% recovery was possible. Um, I've even gotten a 1% recovery, but <laughs> I guess that's part of um, having kids in the house. You don't sleep in, even when you want to. Um, you like you would like to stay up, but you know that you can't because sleep is at a premium. So going back to the whole 2020 sucks thing, the best part of 2020 is our son was born. And also we have football back. Those are kind of right there. And on top of that, the CrossFit Games happened. Um, stage one. Anyways, the CrossFit Games Stage 1 happened, and that is exciting for someone like me, who is an avid CrossFit fan. If you're not, that's okay. Um, there, a buddy of mine texted me the other day with a joke, and he was like, CrossFitter walks into a bar. I don't even remember what the joke was, but basically, how did the bartender know that there was a CrossFitter at his bar? Because all the guy would talk about is CrossFit. I get it. You know, the first rule of CrossFit is you always talk about CrossFit. That's kind of how it is. Um, but if you haven't watched CrossFit or you don't know what it's about or you're like, oh, man, those guys are crazy or whatever. Um, good news. The CrossFit Games Stage 2 are actually going to be on CBS this year. And that is going to be in October of this year. Um, and I will know dates. I don't have the dates just yet. But I think it's around the 15th to 21st. That might be completely wrong. I might be just completely guessing. Uh, but somewhere in that time frame. But it's actually going to be on CBS. So you, if you're not an avid CrossFitter, but you just kind of want to check out what this whole thing's about, man, check out the CrossFit Games. Um, it is a guaranteed fact, and I say this with complete sarcasm, that no one who watches the CrossFit Games wants to go do CrossFit. And if you're a CrossFitter, you understand that that's a joke because a lot of people have joined CrossFit after watching the CrossFit Games because, man, you see them out there working out, and you, as a CrossFitter, you know exactly how they feel. Um, and it kind of links you with those athletes. So it's really cool to see um, them get out there and perform. So football's back. CrossFit is back. If you're a basketball and baseball fan, they're back too. I'm not necessarily a basketball and baseball fan. Um, I mean, I like some baseball. Not generally a fan of basketball. Um, I heard somewhere that there's hockey, but I live in Florida, and I should be like really excited about it because I actually – if memory serves me correctly from watching SportsCenter, I believe the Tampa Bay Lightning are in the Stanley Cup Finals. So I should be really excited because that's in Florida and that's right down the road. But I digress. Florida, not a big hockey fan. But apparently we're fairly good at it, even though we don't have any ice in the entire state. Um, so sports is back. Hooray sports. I love it. Um, it's a good thing. It, it gets your mind off the craziness that this year has been and gets you some sort of normalcy, even though it's really weird to watch a football game, hear cheering crowds, and they pan over the stadium, and there's nobody to be found. I kind of find that funny. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, it, it, it kind of plays the same on TV until they go to the stands. Um, big props to the guys in Green Bay who are still doing the Lambo Leap, even without fans. It was, it was, it was pretty funny. But... 2020 is starting to turn around. Hopefully, this is the start of getting back to some sort of normalcy. Um, I'm in my office right now, so I'm not wearing a mask. Shame on me. But, uh, you know, the masks, they're a pain, but hey. I, it, it's, not, it, it's not something that is 
making me so horribly angry that I have to wear one that I won't wear one. And for work, I have to wear one because it's just an image thing. Whether you believe in it or not, um, that is your personal choice. And I respect that either way. If you, res if you choose not to wear one, I respect that too. Because sometimes I'll walk in somewhere and forget one and I just don't want to walk back in to get one. I get it. Um, everybody has their stance on it. This is not going to be one of those podcasts where we jump on political soapboxes and try to get into all that. So, we have fun here. Speaking of fun, talking about different things that, uh, that are out and about. Um, so, I got the opportunity a few weeks ago to try a cookie. And when I say a cookie, it's more of like an experience. Um, there is a company out of Orlando that every Saturday at 11 a.m., they open up their website and they sell until they're sold out. Now, I really, really, really like businesses like this because they're small businesses, they're local, so you know it's going to a good place. You know it's going right back into, into your city or into your area. Um, you know these are good people because they are just, they are banging it out. They are, they are, you know, nose to the grind. They're just doing, you know, good work in the local area and a lot of word of mouth. So... What you need to do is go online because I'm going to explain these cookies, but I cannot do them justice. The company is called Fat Ash Bakes. That's P-H-A-T-A-S-H-B-A-K-E-S. -E now, there's something to the name because uh, I was following them on Instagram and there's something to the name. Um, I think the person that owns it is named Ash. Um, I think. I don't know 100%. I haven't gotten that far into it. But these cookies... Oh my goodness. You got to go on Instagram and check them out. They're insane. They're insane. These cookies are like at least like one to two inches thick and the size of your hand. The, I mean, they are the, the, the size of a small child's face. And these cookies are so just moist and just thick and they've got just like combinations that you couldn't even think of they've got a banana pudding combination they got peanut butter with like peanut butter cups actually in it with chocolate chips and they got oreo like they're insane go check them out and and they do this thing so if you're listening to this podcast and you're somewhere else you can order them because they'll ship them to you um in fact that's almost if you're not in orlando the only way you can get them is if they're shipped but they um they only go on sale saturday mornings at 11 a.m and I'm pretty sure they're up until they sell out. Um, so you so you set your alarm. So if you're listening to this and it's before Saturday, um, which you're probably listening to it before either, Saturday at 11 o'clock is probably already passed for you. So set your alarm in your phone. Fat Ash bakes cookies. And get yourself a cookie. Get yourself a few of them. Well worth it. Check them out. So that's that's my plug. That's my local plug to a local area cookie place that I ended up finding on social media and they are just phenomenal. So there's that. Um, so the title of this episode <laughs> coincidentally is called, um, and this is actually the, the, the person I found this from is actually, um, the person I found the cookie company from is the person I'm going to mention next. So if you have watched 
the Titan Games, which was really, before sports came back, the only sports you could watch. Um, it was done by The Rock, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, action superstar, WWE star, extraordinaire, all around, like, good guy, like, everything you see about him, the guy is the, you know, seems to be the nicest guy in the world. Um, he put on this show called The Titan Games. I started watching it last year, thought it was super cool, um, really neat, they had a couple CrossFitters on there last year, which I didn't know they were CrossFitters until after, because there's this weird thing with NBC that they won't mention the word CrossFit, mostly because of the old company, or the old people that owned CrossFit would sue anybody that said CrossFit, a whole bunch of other stuff. Anyways, the Titan Games with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, they're awesome. Okay, so if you watched it this year, there was a athlete on there, and she's actually from, I think, she's from Colorado. So she competed in the central region, but she's actually from, she, she actually lives currently in Orlando, Florida. And her name is Danny Spiegel, which if you're looking at the episode and Danny Spiegel is trying to kill me, well, that's where, this is where you're going to find out how that went. Um, so Danny Spiegel is a CrossFit athlete. She was um, in the CrossFit Games last year. Did you know, fairly well. She didn't didn't quite do as well as uh, she did this year. This year, uh, she did better. But um, Danny Spiegel, she's an amazing athlete. If you watched her on um, the Titan Games, I'm pretty sure she didn't lose. No, she didn't lose one event. She just rolled right through the whole thing. Um, didn't lose once. Won the entire. Um, titan games beat many other people who tried to challenge her as fellow crossfitters um margo alvarez was also on uh the, the person she went against in the championship also a crossfit games athlete um courtney roselle who is also one of the titans that qualified into the finals another crossfit athlete she owns a owns a box in in new jersey i believe um so a lot of crossfit representation in uh in titan games uh, on the men's side, Matt Chan, the the champ for the men, also a CrossFit Games athlete. So there, a lot of CrossFit going on in the Titan Games, and it was really cool to watch. But Danny Spiegel, this girl, goes out, just absolutely destroys the Titan Games. Like, not even a question. Like, hands down, nobody really came close to her or touched her. Um, Margot Alvarez, man, she gave it her all at the end, but couldn't beat her in the final. Um, she was my second pick. Like both of them, the, the two of them were my, were my favorites. My seven-year-old, huge Titan Games fan, um, wants to meet, you know, Danny Spiegel, cause I told her she was in Orlando, um, would love to meet her. So Danny, if you're listening, my girl would like to come see you. Um, but anyways, so I follow, um... Danny on social media on uh, on Instagram, and funny enough, that's what they promoted her as on the Titan Games was a social a social influencer. Um, so follow her on Instagram, and she has this thirty day ab program, right? So I'm like thirty day ab program. You know, it says abs are built in the gym. Not or she didn't say abs are abs are made in the kitchen but built in the gym. So I'm like, oh man, you know what? I got to try this out. So I buy the program and I, there's actually going to be a link 
in the in the in the uh, description so that you can go and buy this program because I want you to go try it. Go sign up for Danny Spiegel's 30 Day Apps. Don't listen to what I'm about to say about how much pain I'm in <laughs> from doing one week of this app program. But as I said, I'm a level one CrossFit coach with uh, with CrossFit Zoo, and I and I would I would say I'm in okay shape. I'm not a games athlete. I'm I've got I've got no delusions of grandeur. I am not the best CrossFit athlete. I'm a pretty good coach. Um, again, not the best coach, but I'm a good coach. Um, I do right by my people. I get them in shape, whip them into shape, and I, and I hold my own. There's days I'm top of the leaderboard. There's days I'm bottom of the leaderboard. So I'm not, you know, I wouldn't say I'm I'm an elite athlete, but you know, subpar, subpar at best. So I jump into this training program, thirty day apps, and uh, the first day wasn't bad. I will give you that. Like the first day was tough, but it wasn't bad. Now. It's a paid-for program, so I'm not going to go into too deep on like what the actual like workouts were because you know, it's a paid-for program. Support my girl, Danny. Get in there, buy it, and, and, and get at me. Um, if you're following me on Instagram, you'll pro- you might see some of the posts about, about what they are, uh, but I try not to go into too much detail because you know that's, that's her thing. So I started doing this program. It's 30 days, so I'm committing to doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday five days it's gonna be six weeks five days a week of abdominal workouts okay first day was tough i mean it was really tough i thought it was tough day number two took my soul in fact it took my soul it crunched up in a little ball and then threw it somewhere that i couldn't quite find it um, it was a lot of GHDs with weights, um, and it was, it was, it was tough. Um, so I have, a, um, an athlete that is, that is doing this with me because misery loves company, I, I, I found. And if I'm going to do something, I want to be accountable and I want somebody to hold me accountable as well as I want to keep somebody accountable to do this as well. So I have an athlete and this athlete, she's she's amazing. She's great. She has she started CrossFit a few years ago and was hugely overweight. And I'm not saying anything that she that we haven't talked about. So I'm not saying that as a as a criticism. She would say the exact same thing. Lost almost a hundred pounds and is a downright beast in the gym. Comes to the gym two days, you know, two times a day. She'll put in two to three workouts a day. She will outwork everybody in the gym. She, she may not be the fastest, but dang it, she is going to be the hardest worker in the room. So she's like, I'm going to do this with you. Okay, let's go. So started this, this, this journey. So Monday, pretty bad. Next day, was hurting. Was hurting. Tuesday, like I said, took my soul. It was one of the worst workouts I've probably ever done in my life. And it consisted of GHDs with a weight. And you would go up in your reps, or I'm sorry, you would go down in reps, but you would go up in weight as you're doing GHDs. 
let me put it this way, the last set of GHD sit-ups was 10 sit-ups with a 45-pound plate, and I thought I was going to die. Like, go to the light type thing. It was, it, it was, it was bad. But, I finished. It took me forever. I broke up, I broke it up a lot. I mean, a lot. But, I did it. I got it done. Wednesday, I guess she felt bad in the programming when she was, when she was doing it. Wednesday wasn't too bad. Wednesday was kind of, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it was easier compared. Thursday. My God. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday was bad. And, and, and even though I thought Thursday was bad, this Friday, um, let me just put it this way. I'm glad I'm doing it Monday through Friday and taking Saturday, Sunday off because I'm going to need two days to recover we did in the gym on Thursday rollouts, which if you don't know what that is, you got a barbell and you you started it you're on your knees and you start the bar at your thighs and you roll it out until you're flat on your belly and then back up. I did the workout Thursday morning. I went to go do rollouts and I could only roll out about halfway because of the intense core pain that I had of soreness, not pain, soreness that I had from the ab workout. And then it just got to a point where I couldn't hold anymore. So I would just flop on the floor with the barbell to the resounding laughter of the person who was doing this with me. She was just laughing because it was hilarious. And because she started laughing, I started laughing. And because we both started laughing, it hurt really bad because it felt like I was invaded by aliens and beaten from the inside out. That's how bad it felt. So then Friday. Friday's workout consisted of GHD sit-ups, then regular ab mat sit-ups, and then leg lifts um, from hanging rings. I don't remember the last time I failed at doing a sit-up. But today was the day. I'm recording this on Friday. This morning was the day that I actually failed doing a sit-up because it hurt so bad. So, all that to say, if this is the last podcast, I blame Danny Spiegel because she actually killed me. Because next week looks even better. <laughs> and by better, I mean completely worse and a very painful time. So... Cheers to you, Danny Spiegel, for a, a killer ab workout. And, I mean, she's fit, man. She is fit. I will give her that. Um, but this training might, might, might actually kill me. So, yes, Danny Spiegel is trying to kill me. With that, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to do our top five. And uh, today's top five is going to be the pet peeves of a DJ. So we're going to get in a little bit of a music segment. So we're going to take a short break. We're going to get another one of those sponsors, get another one of those ads, and then we're going to come back. All right, everybody, we are back 
for the top five segment. So the top five, let me explain this to you. So, I mean, it's top five, so you, you pretty much know where I'm going with this. But I'm going to go over kind of my top five list on certain subjects. Um, I got this idea actually from one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's a John Cusack movie. It's called High Fidelity. If you haven't seen it, look it up, check it out. It is amazing. Um, but all throughout the movie, they come up with top five lists for different things. So I think the first one is like top five breakups is what he had. So he was naming off his, you know, starting at number five, going to number one, his top breakups in life. And then he goes through the whole story of each one. Uh, then they go through later on, like top five songs to play at a funeral or top five songs to, or top five albums for this or, so they have a top five for everything. That's where I got the idea for this top five. So it is the top five. And today we're going to talk about DJ pet peeves. Okay. Things that just really, really as a DJ, if you go to a club and you see a DJ, don't do these things. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over my top five and then I'm going to give you some of my, you know, honorable mentions, ones that might've made it the list, but didn't. Okay. So the top five DJ pet peeves, if you see a DJ in a club or at a wedding, I've, I've had it happen at a wedding too. Um, don't do these things. Okay. So number five, we'll, we'll, we'll start with number five and they'll go to the number one, the number one pet peeve. Um, if you've had too much to drink, if 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 you've uh, indulged in a little bit of grandma's liquor cabinet, or uh, or hit up the bar one too many times, it's a good idea not to talk to the DJ, um, really, or anybody at that point. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, you are only going to embarrass yourself. I don't know how many times at the club you've had somebody come up drunk to the DJ booth. And even worse, come up drunk to the DJ booth and have a drink in their hand because there's thousands of dollars worth of equipment up there that they just want to spill alcohol on. Those two things don't mix. They don't work well together. So if you're drunk, maybe grab a glass of water, maybe a cup of coffee, have a seat, chill out a little bit, have some fun. I'm all about having a good drink. Don't let it get out of hand, okay? As all the commercials say, drink or uh, drink responsibly. You know, so dance and have fun and have a good time, but drink responsibly. So that's number five. Number four, the number four pet peeve. Hey, do you have this song? And and if you don't have the song, oh well, can you just plug my phone in? Um, no, 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 I can't because if I don't have your song, because if I'm any talent of a DJ at all, if, if, if I'm a DJ worth anything at all, I have all the songs that would ever need to be or want to be played at a club or at a wedding or at an event. If you are asking me to play a song that I don't have, Chances are, it should never be played at that event. So don't ask me if you can plug your phone in because no. No, you can't. Because I can't mix with, mix with your phone. I'm just not going to plug your phone in. I'm going to tell you I don't have the technology to do it, which is 
probably not true. In fact, if I really wanted to, I could probably even Google search because it's 2020. I could Google search your song and play it from my iPad or from my computer or from my phone. But no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Um, no, I won't play your song or your track that you just wrote. That's another one that kind of, those two kind of go together. That's number four, you know, um, yeah, they go together. So number three, um, we'll go to number three. Can you play this insert number one song? I just got here. Now, this was always great at the nightclub when I would DJ. It would never fail that somebody would show up. They'd also probably be drunk by this point. They'd show up at like 12.30 and want me to play the hottest song that either A, I just played 15 minutes before you got there, or B, I'm holding it for later for like the big, you know, like the big buildup, you know, I'm holding it to, to play it, you know, when we, you know, get the thing at the fever pitch and everybody's going crazy and jumping all over the place. No, no, I won't play your song right now. And I don't really care that you just got here. Um, because that was the best. It'd be like, well, I, you know, I just played that song like 10 minutes ago, or I, I, I just played that song even better. They would ask me to play that song. And I would actually be currently playing that song while they were standing there. That was always fun. Um, but yeah, no, no, don't, no, I won't play your song and I I don't care when you got there. I'll play it when it's appropriate to play. Um, so that was number three. So that leaves us to number two. Um, number two was one of my biggest pet peeves. Uh, generally I'm a pretty good judge of when to get people on and off the floor as far as dancing. Now, little known fact I don't know if you know this, I'm going to be very sarcastic here when I say it, but clubs and nightclubs and and, and bars and such, dance halls, for instance, don't make money from dancing, they make money from drinking. Yeah, shocker. So there were actually times when I would play music that would transition people onto, you know, off the dance floor to go get a drink, hydrate, do what they need to do, and then bring them right back out on the dance floor. Um, there's always a plan when, when you're DJing, but my, one of my biggest pet peeves, and that's why it's number two, nobody is dancing to this, uh, or, or someone, someone, it never fails. Someone will come up and be like, play something different. This sucks. Nobody's dancing to this. And I'll literally look out on the dance floor and it's packed. Everybody's dancing. Now I've had this at clubs. I've had this at weddings. I've had this at all sorts of parties. It's just not the song that they particularly wanted to dance to. So they say that nobody's dancing when clearly everyone's dancing. Just one of my, one of, just read the room, man. Read the room. If people are dancing, don't come up and request your stupid song. And yes, I said stupid song because generally when they're requesting songs like that, it, it's, it's dumb. And I've done it sometimes where I've actually played their song and the opposite happens, and everybody gets off the dance floor. And then I make them look really stupid on the microphone because it's fun. So that's your, your 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 
Number one, the number one pet peeve of DJs, um, especially mixing DJs. Now there's a difference. There's DJs that just plug and play and push, you know, just push a couple buttons and, and, and play music. And I'll be honest, when I'm at weddings, that's probably what I'm doing because I don't mix like I would if I were at a club or things like that. But when I was at the club, if the headphones are on and I am mixing music, and by mixing, I mean there are two songs playing at the same time, sometimes three, just depends on how many different tables I have. If I'm mixing and I'm kind of bouncing and grooving and I got my headphones on and I'm doing my thing, don't touch me. Don't come near me. Just back away. Just walk up, look, see what's going on, turn around, and walk away. Because I'm in the groove, man. At that point, when a DJ is like all in, headphones, head down, just kind of bobbing to the music and dancing around and doing their thing, if a DJ is doing that, don't touch them. Um, in fact, don't get near them because I almost threw an elbow in my best friend's nose. And if you're listening, Tony, sorry, bro. You got behind me and almost, you know, lost an eye because I was mixing and doing my thing and, and kind of threw an elbow because I was backspinning a record and almost elbowed my best friend in the face because he got a little too close. Um, yeah, if, if the DJ is mixing and he's in the groove and he's going, man, don't touch him. Don't, don't, just don't do it. Um, someone's liable to get hurt or the DJ is really going to get mad. Because man, there's just that there's just a vibe, there's a groove, and you got everybody up and moving and dancing and everybody's jumping around and jumping around and doing their thing. Man, just get in the moment. Enjoy it. Have fun. Don't come up and request your dumb song. And I say dumb song because it's probably dumb. If you're more focused on that song than you are what's going on in the crowd. Um so that's the that's the top five pet peeves of a DJ that actually like mixes and stuff. Um, some of the, you know, the honorable mentions, can I leave my stuff behind your booth? Like your purse or your coat or your jacket? Like, no, no, you can't. Can I leave my keys here? No, no, you can't. Cause I'm not going to be responsible for it when you lose them. Probably because you're drunk. Um, will you play my friend's new hot track? It, no, no. I don't want to hear your buddy's mixtape that he put together in his mom's garage because nobody knows what it is and nobody wants to hear it. Same as like, I guess I'm aging myself because now everything is singles. Like there's not actually albums, but people will come in with an album, with a, with a record or a, a CD of, let's say Jay-Z's newest CD. Like, Yo, play track number seven. Dude, nobody's heard track seven. It hasn't even been released released to radio yet. Nobody's gonna dance to that. Nobody knows where that is except you because you bought the album and you're listening to it, and that's why you think it's cool. But it's not released yet. Gotta gauge the room. Watch, check things out. It's not the time or place. I've learned that the hard way actually because I I did that once and it was awful. Um, but yeah, those are some of the, some of the pet peeves. Don't bring drinks near the DJ booth. Don't set them down. 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, it's just a bad, it's just a bad situation. So those are the top five pet peeves for DJ, at least for me. So that is what we got there. Um, that's going to just about wrap up this episode of Wex Appeal for today. We'll come back next week. Probably going to, you know, try, we're going to try and do this thing. Now, if you remember, I have four kids, so it's a little hard to get away. I also coach at like four o'clock, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. Not a lot of time to do this thing, but we're going to give it a go. We're going to give it a try. We are going to lock this thing down and try to get you an episode each week with some new content, with some fun stuff, and we're going to have a good time. In the comments, um, there's going to be a link or in the in the description there's going to be a link if there's something you want to talk want me to talk about or you want me to, you know, jump in on, man, throw it in there. Shoot me a message. If you're following me on Instagram, it's Instagram at Coach Wex. C O A C H W E X. Coach Wex. Um, on Instagram. And uh yeah, thanks for for uh, checking out this podcast. It's the first of hopefully many. We're going to have a good time. We're hopefully going to have some people to interview as well. So we're going to do a lot of different, uh, different things and, and talk to them. So thank you for joining us. First episode in the books. Stay tuned for some cheesy music on my outro because, like I said, we are uh, right in the beginning stages, so we don't have that cool intro, outro music, but we're going to get some cheesy music going. And uh, you have an amazing day. Be good to each other. Most importantly, just be nice to people. Don't be a jerk. Nobody likes a jerk. Y'all have a good day. Peace.